Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at TheMultiorgasmicMama.com. Hello, lovely people. Thank you for joining me here today on the podcast. It's like a perfect 70 degrees outside here in New Orleans, Louisiana. And other than the weather being so ideal, I'm super excited to talk with you today about confidence because confidence is one of the deeper reasons that people want to work on their sexuality. Sure, they want better orgasms and more connected sex. But when I ask my clients what's the best part of having better orgasms and more connected sex, almost every single person says they want that because it would make them feel more confident. Confidence is nothing more than the ability to be who you want to be, to say what you want to say, and to do what you want to do, and not give a fuck about what anyone else thinks. I would like to say that this is a sort of superpower that I've kind of tapped into over the past couple of years. And I'll tell you that working on my sexuality and my body was absolutely the thing that helped me regain that innate natural born confidence that we are all come, that we all come here with. Now, it was not always that way, okay? <laughs> I was about the most uncomfortable, unconfident person you could ever come across. I was super socially awkward. I was a total loner in high school. All I ever cared about was the newest music that was coming out that no one in Uncle Covington, Louisiana never heard of or knew about. And even when I got into my first long-term relationship, I felt weird being naked. Uh, when I'd have sex, I would always be wondering if I was doing it right or you know, wondering if I was even having an orgasm because I didn't know. I didn't really know. And it was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> and when I was pregnant with my first son, I gained a lot of weight and I felt super insecure in my body. And even though I lost all of it and more after like three months postpartum, I still didn't feel confident in my body until I started working on my body and my sexuality and getting right with it. And it took a lot of stripping away conditioning um, from, from my conservative religious upbringing and a lot of acknowledgement and praise and self-acceptance and self-love for my body and the amazing things that it accomplished, what it had done, okay? And I'm going to go a little deeper into that whole process in just a minute. But the thing about confidence is that when you lack it, it's because deep down, you fear that being yourself could make you unlovable or too much. And this makes you want to hide or put a mask on. That's why regaining confidence is about taking back the sense that it's okay to be whoever you want to be, to express your most authentic self, to be okay with being messy and being genuine and real and to express what's really going on and be okay with that. It's about reclaiming a sense of inner freedom. And in this way, I think of confidence as another word for freedom because it really is. If you're not confident, you are not 
free. And I want you all to feel free and to feel self-expressed and able to be who the fuck you are. And that's why today I'm giving you three practices that I do and have done to help me feel more confident in love and in life. The first practice is to get out of your head and into your body. Many women I talk to share with me how they just can't seem to get out of their head in the bedroom. We are super praised in our society to use our brains to be logical and practical and to think clearly. This is wonderful. But do you know two areas of your life where this does not work out well? In the bedroom and in social situations. (laughs) Both of these are areas where If you're thinking, you're probably overthinking and you just need to chill the fuck out. In both areas, it tends to work out better when you're super present and not thinking, where you shut that part of your brain off and where you're more in touch with feelings and sensations in your body. You're kind of more in tune with your intuition, like, hmm, maybe I should go talk to this person or, hmm, this would feel really good right now. I want you to think about little kids, for example. talking like preschool age, before they get fed garbage about their bodies and everything. Just look at how self-expressed they are and how in their bodies and in touch with their emotions and their sensations they are. It's quite fascinating to watch them play because they have this innate confidence about them and they don't hold anything back. And another example is athletes. Look at the way that they carry themselves and how in touch and in tune with their bodies they are. They have that confidence about them because they have to be in touch with their bodies, right? And then there's actors who come off as super confident too because they're fully inhabiting their bodies and taking up space. And another example even is looking at animals in the wild, okay? They have a natural confidence about them because they're fully in tune with their bodies and with their instincts so they can survive. It's almost as if the more that we've been rewarded for being in our heads, the more we've kind of lost touch with our intuition and our primal instincts. (laughs) And now I'm all about using our brains and logical thinking, but when there's, when that's like the only value that we put on that part of our brain. And when we start to lose touch with the deeper, the older, the more primal parts of us, uh, it gets washed out over time. And that results in us being super in our heads in the bedroom and thinking too much simply because we've trained our brain to not go there anymore. One way to get out of that cycle then is to become fully present with emotions and sensations in your body. Are you okay with them? Or do you feel super awkward and weird? It's so important to give yourself space to release uncomfortable emotions and experiences so that you can sit more comfortably in your body. The best way to do this is when you're feeling super in your head, you're going to make friends with your head and you're going to think, oh yeah, okay, I'm super in my head. I need to get back in my body. And then you're going to take all of the focus and attention and bring it down into your lower belly. And you're going to feel for whatever uncomfortable feeling, the awkwardness, the weirdness, and you're going to rage. I mean, seriously, get in a half squat, shut the door, bring a pillow out. If you can't, you know, if you're going to scare your neighbors, scream into a pillow, you're going to feel the sensations and emotions around the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness, and you're going to express them. I mean, a 
big primal scream and shake. And you go until you don't have anything left to get out. All right, you can scream them out and get them out of your body so that you can sit proud and firm and confident in your body. Now I'm serious. The next time you find yourself super in your head and feeling weird and awkward, I want you to shut the door, get a pillow if you need, and scream all of that uncomfortableness into it and then see how you feel. It is exhilarating. Now the second key to feeling more confident is to get past your shame. This was the number one biggie for me, considering how I grew up. If you want to feel confident in your body and your sexuality, you have got to get to a place of acceptance for the shame because shame makes you uncomfortable. Now, why do you want to accept the shame and not get rid of it? Because trying to get rid of it only makes it louder. And when that voice is really loud, then you tend to listen to it because it's the loudest one, right? The truth is when we try to eradicate things that we don't want, like shame, we simply give it the bigger voice and it becomes stronger and stronger. And essentially we end up going to war with the shame, which doesn't help anything. That's why if you want to feel confident in your body and sexuality, you have to make it your mission to accept every single part of you, not just the parts that others can accept, but the parts that you can hardly accept either. Now, the way to do this is to catch it when it happens and to notice the part of you that's experiencing the shame and where you feel that shame in your body. Once you locate the sensation of this shame, you're going to drop your awareness into that part of your body and ask the shame, what do you want? What do you need right now? And often the shame just wants a voice. It wants to be heard. It wants to be noticed and accepted. And then asking the shame, what is your purpose? And often shame's purpose is to protect us in some way. Maybe when you were little, you adopted shame because it kept you from getting punished. So if you could shame yourself for your body and sexuality, then you wouldn't do the thing that might get you in trouble. Once you see that the shame's purpose was probably just to protect you, then you can find a part of you that could offer acceptance for this shame. And if you can come to this place of acceptance, then it's likely that the shame will quiet down and not have such a hold on your life. Then the third key to feeling confident is unconditional self-love. This is the foundation of confidence. A lot of times we sit here and wonder if we're worthy or deserving of love, but what we should really be asking ourselves is how can I love this part of me? And then recognize that it's not easy, but it's like a muscle that we have to strengthen. Can you love shame too? Can you love the parts of you that come up that you don't love and you wish that you could get rid of? Well, guess what? Those parts don't go away by pushing them down or wishing that they would go away. You can't get rid of them. All you can do is give them the acceptance and the love that they really want. This is self-love, my dolls, not bubble baths and a day at the spa. Self-love is that. Can you love all the parts and pieces of you that others can't? Can you love the parts of you that even you don't want to love? 
to practice this form of radical self-love and shift this shame from having control over your, your life. I want you to notice when you feel the shame or any other emotion, say you feel anxious or embarrassed or whatever in a social situation or in the bedroom. And then you're going to pick a touchstone in your life that reminds you to love yourself. So anytime that you feel the shame, you know, if you can notice it while it's happening, then that's best. But if you're just working on this as a radical self-love practice, then pick something that you do all of the time. We're always looking in the mirror. If you're a woman, right? You can do mirror work. Look at yourself in the mirror and repeat over and over. I love you, Lacey. I love you, Lacey. I love you, Lacey. I love you, shame. I love you, shame. You can even write those phrases on your mirror if it helps you to remember to do that when you look in the mirror. I do that all the time. <laughs> I always have uh, things written on my mirrors. And it's so funny because when people come to my house, I'm like, oh shit, I need to erase all this. <laughs> Um, so, you know, make sure you've got these affirmations going, uh, if they help, if it helps you remember to do them, write it on the mirror. These affirmations are powerful. And when you're looking at yourself and telling yourself this over and over again, it reinforces in your brain, this pattern in your brain that I can love this. I can love this. Uh, maybe you go for regular walks around the block. Um, something that I like to do. And each time you take a step, just repeating to yourself with each step, I love you, Lacey. I love you, Lacey. And I promise that if you do these three things, you will begin to transform all of this from feeling this weirdness, this awkwardness, this shame, this, you know, embarrassment into confidence around your body and around your sexuality. Feeling confident isn't something that you can take a pill for and magically wake up one day feeling confident. It is a practice and it takes time to wake up and remember this natural born way of living that you came here with. Your confidence isn't lost. It's not been eradicated. It's there. It just takes time and practice to shift it all around. And the only way to do that is with love because my dears, love heals. And that is all. If you're enjoying this content, be sure to sign up for weekly updates and get my favorite lovemaking playlist at www.themultiorgasmicmama.com. And I will see you next week.